ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله indeed all praise and thanks is due to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we praise him we seek his aid and we seek his assistance we seek refuge from the evils within ourselves and the evil consequences of our actions for whom say allah as well guides none can misguide and whom say allah subhanahu wa ta'ala none can guide i be witness that none has the right to be worshipped except allah as well alone without any partner and i testify that the prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his final prophet and messenger يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون او يو هو بيليف في الله سبحانه وتعالى as he ought to be feared ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون and do not die except in a state of submission and an islam to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا او من كان في الله عز وجل يرب the one who has created you from a single soul and from the single soul he created its spouse and from them he created many men and women في الله سبحانه وتعالى from whom you request the right of kinship for indeed Allah Azza wa Jal is ever watchful over all of you. Ya ayyuha alladhina amanu attaqullaha wa kulu kawlan sadida. Oh you who believe. Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as you ought to be feared. And say an upright and straight word. Yuslih lakum a'malakum wa yaghfir lakum dhanubakum. Wa may yuta'illaha wa rasoolahu faqad faza fawzan azima. If you do this, Allah Azza wa Jal, he will forgive you your sins. And whosoever obeys Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger, indeed, he has obtained the greatest success. Amma ba'd, as what proceeds, فَإِنَّ أَسْتَقَ الْحَدِيثِ كِتَابُ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى That the most truthful of speech is the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَخَيْرُ الْهَدِي هَدِي مُحَمَّدٍ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ And the best of guidance is the guidance of Muhammad صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ وَشَرَّ الْأُمُورِ مُحْتَثَاتُهَا And the worst of affairs are the newly invented matters. وَكُلُّ مُحْتَثَةٍ بِدْعَةٍ For indeed, each and every single newly invented matter is an innovation, and each and every single innovation is a misguidance, and each and every single misguidance is in our fire. Every week, respected brothers in Islam, week in, week out, we gather on this blessed day. A day which the Prophet Muhammad described as being Sayyidul Ayyam, the master of all days. And we gather on this blessed day and we listen to the khutbah. But unfortunately, many of us are not aware of the superiority of this day, of the importance of this day and the blessings that this day contains. The specialities which Allah has given this day over other days. For many of us, it becomes routine. I need to attend the weekly Jum'ah. And it becomes a habit. But it is a great 
ibadah which Allah Azza wa Jal has specified this ummah with. And so today, inshallah, we'd like to look at the blessings and the etiquette of this noble day known as the day of Yawmul Jum'ah. First and foremost, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Al-Azim. He is the greatest. And He subhanahu wa ta'ala, He only takes qasam and oath by great matters. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Buruj, وَشَاهِدِوا وَمَشْهُودِ By that which witnesses and that which is witnessed. What does this refer to, my noble brothers of Islam? According to the tafsir of Ibn Abbas, radiallahu ta'ala anhuma, it is mentioned, Al-Shahid is Al-Yawmul Jumu'ah. That Allah Azza wa Jal is Al-Azim, and He only takes a qasam by great matters. Wal-Mashhud, that which is witnessed, it refers to the day of Arafah. So the fact that Allah Azza wa Jal took a qasam by this day shows us the importance of this blessed day. Secondly, on this day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He completed and He perfected the creation. Allah Azza wa Jal is Rabbul Alameen. He is the Rabb of absolutely each and every single thing in existence. And on this day, he completed the creation. Allah says in Surah Al-A'raf, verse 54, <coughs> That your Rabb, the one who possesses Rububiyyah, true Lordship, is the one who created the heavens and the earth in six days. And according to Ibn Kathir, he said, that Allah Azza wa Jal completed all of the creation and the creation ijtama'ah that came together on this day of Jumu'ah. Thirdly, the third significance of this day is that the day of Jumu'ah is the best day on which the sun has risen. That there is no other day of the week which has the virtue of the day of Jumu'ah. Regarding this, the Messenger of Allah والسلام, said, in the hadith reported in Sahih Muslim, خَيْرُ يَوْمٍ طَلَعَتْ عَلَيْهِ الشَّمْسُ يَوْمُ الْجُمْعَةِ That the best day on which the sun has risen, it is the day of Jumu'ah. So this shows us that this day is distinct from other days. And so as Muslims, we must distinguish this day in relation to other days. So what makes this the best of days? In other narrations, the Prophet Muhammad tells us, on this day, Adam was created. And on this day, he was entered into paradise. On this day, he was caused to exit Jannah. And on this specific day of Jumu'ah, Allah Azza wa Jal accepted the tawbah of Nabi Adam. And so this distinguishes this day in comparison and relation to other days. Another blessing of this great day, it is a blessing in relation to this Ummah. The best of nations taken out for the guidance of the Prophet Muhammad And that is the companions and those who follow them in righteousness. The previous nations, they differed with regard to the state. The Prophet Muhammad said, We are the first 
فَإِذَا أَنَّهُمْ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابَ مِنْ قَبْلِنَمْ The Prophet said that chronologically, if you look at the ummahs which preceded us, we are the last ummah to come. And on Qiyamah, we will be the first ummah to enter Jannah. Considering the fact that they were given the book before us, and we were given, we were given our scriptures after them. And so they differed, the Jews and the Christians, they differed. Allah Azzawajal guided them to this day of Jumu'ah, to be their special day, to be the day which they should honor. And they differed amongst themselves, and Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, He guided us to this day, and He made this day a speciality of this Ummah. Another speciality of this day is that since the previous nations differed with regards to this day, Allah Azzawajal then guided us to this day, and since they were misguided from this day, they envy us. That the Jews, they envy us. And they envy us for many matters. For amongst those matters which they envy us for, is as the Prophet Muhammad said, أي إنهم بمعنى يهود that indeed they, the Yahud, لا يحسدوننا على شيء كما يحسدوننا على يوم الجمعة التي هدان الله لها وضلوا عنها That they do not envy us for any other matter. Greater than the envy they have for us of the stay of Jumu'ah. Because the stay of Jumu'ah has many virtues. Another significance of this day is that this day it is an expiation for our sins. It is a new beginning for a Muslim. But not for anyone, for the one who abstains from major sins. And as we will see the hadith later on, it makes mention of the fact that whomsoever performs wudu, and he performs wudu in an excellent manner, and he comes early to the khutbah, and he listens, this person has his sins expiated. And this is in relation to, to minor sins. So the Prophet said, the five daily prayers, and from one Jumu'ah to the next, and Ramadan to the next Ramadan, it is an expiation for whatever sins occurred in between them, with the condition as long as the person abstains from the major sins. So our coming to this Jumu'ah, Khutbah, merely just attending it, and paying attention to the Khutbah, and observing the correct etiquette, it has all of your minor sins wiped out. The specialities of this day is not only specific to the life of this world, but rather it extends into the year after. It extends into the year after. The Prophet Muhammad said that on this day, the hour will begin, and there is no angel who is close to Allah, and there is no heaven from amongst the seven heavens, and there is no earth from amongst the seven earths, and there is no mountain, and there is no sea that does not fear this day. For what reason? For the fact that Qiyamah will be established upon this day. But yet insan, he is weak-hearted, and he does not have this fear within himself. <coughs> that each and every single Friday, we are reminded of the Sa'ah. We are reminded of the day of Qiyamah. 
The blessings of this day extends to Jannah. We know that the ultimate pleasure a believer can be granted it is Jannah. And it is Jannatul Firdaus. The Prophet Muhammad said that if you ask Allah for Jannah, then ask Him for the highest place in Jannah. Regarding the blessings of the day of Jumu'ah, which extends into Jannah, He says, Allah said, Allah said that in Jannah they will have whatever their hearts desire. And coupled with this great reward, we have increase for them. Anas radiallahu ta'ala that Allah Azza wa will manifest himself to the people of Jannah. That after obtaining the highest pleasure, and we see that is Jannah to Firdaus, a pleasure that we cannot describe. Fima la ainun ra'at. No eye has ever seen it. Wala udhunun sami'at. No ear has ever heard the sound of Jannah. Wala khatara ala qalbi bashar. And it's never occurred upon the heart of man what Jannah is. The greatest pleasure than this is the fact that after believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the ghayb, Allah azza wa jal will manifest himself in his true form, in his that subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we will see Allah azza wa jal. And there will be no greater pleasure for a believer than looking at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this occurs each and every single Jumu'ah. Respected brothers and Islam, Jumu'ah is a great day. It is our weekly Eid. And it is an obligation upon us to fulfill this wajib. It is an obligation upon us to fulfill this wajib to the best of our abilities. Each and every single saying, balig, pubescent, bukallaf, a person who is by the age of discernment must attend the Jumu'ah. And in rare instances, the obligation falls away. And this shows us the importance of this day. The Prophet Muhammad warned us against being lackadaisical when it comes to the day of Jumu'ah. He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and let's take heed of the words of the Prophet, he said, Man taraka thalatha Jumu'in tahawunan biha taba'allahu ala qalbihi. The Prophet said that whomsoever leaves off three Jumu'ahs consecutively, out of laziness, Allah Azza wa Jal will set a tab, He will set a seal upon their hearts. And this is a great warning. That people who do not attend the Jumu'ah prayer, Allah Azza wa Jal will set a seal over their hearts. He also said, let the people refrain from leaving off the Jumu'ah prayer. Oh, Oh Allah Azza wa Jal will set a khatam upon their hearts. Meaning Allah Azza wa Jal will set a seal upon their hearts and they will become from amongst those who are heedless. So, not attending the Jumu'ah prayer, it brings about ghafla from the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah Azza wa Jal, He places a khatam. He places a seal and a barrier between the person and the haq. So you'll find a person who is a lazy Muslim, 
he does not attend Jumu'ah. When he is given advice from the Book of Allah, or from the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu or a general advice, he is heedless. And you might think to yourself, for what reason can this brother not take heed? It is as a result of being negligent with regards to the Jumu'ah. May Allah Azza protect us. So because of the superiority of this day, certain acts have been specified on this day. There are certain acts of worship that are specific to this day, from the time the sun rises on the day of Jumu'ah. From amongst them, it is to recite Surah Al-Kahf. The Prophet said that whomsoever recites Surah Al-Kahf on the, on the night of Jumu'ah, and the night in Islam comes before the day, which means Thursday evening, that a light will emanate for him. And this light will be from him and it will extend all the way up until the Kaaba. So this is one of the great virtues of Yawmul Jumu'ah. It is to recite Suratul Kaf. Allah Azza wa Jal says, Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu idha nudiya lissalati bi yawmil jumu'ati فَاسْأَوْ إِلَىٰ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ وَذَرُوا الْبَيْءِ ذَٰلِكُمْ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ Allah Azza wa Jal, in this verse, He encourages us. And He says, سَعَوْ فَاسْأَوْ Which means, to hasten and to hurry. However, this does not mean that we wait until the last waqt of Jumu'ah and then we close our shops and then we hasten. Because the Prophet Muhammad told us a general etiquette that when you walk to the prayer, alayka bisakinati wal waqar, that upon you must be the signs of tranquility. So what does this mean? It means hasten towards obtaining the virtues of the state. And from the hastening is to prepare for this day and to adopt the correct etiquette of this day. And the first of these etiquettes, it is to purify ourselves. It is to adorn ourselves and it is to come to Jumu'ah in our best appearances. Because this is a day of zina and jamal. It is a day of beautification and it is a day of adornment. Allah Azza wa is beautiful and He loves beautiful things. The Prophet Muhammad said, Al-ghuslu yawm al-jumu'ati wajibun ala kulli muhtalim. That ghusl on the day of Jumu'ah, it is an obligation upon each and every single pubescent person. However, to summarize this matter, there are other hadith which mentions that whomsoever performs a ghusl, fal-ghuslu afdal. Then ghusl, it is virtuous. So the scholars say that to perform a ghusl on the day of Jumu'ah, it is sunnatun mu'akkada. It is a stress sunnah. And it becomes wajib upon the person who has disliked smells to then perform a ghusl before he comes to Jumu'ah. The Prophet Muhammad also said regarding this matter, he said, Man wudu. Whomsoever performs wudu in a perfect and excellent manner. And then he comes to Jumu'ah. And the person listens and he pays close attention to the khutbah. Then whatever sins he committed between these Jumu'ah, it will be forgiven. So the person, he finds himself in the workplace. He performs a ghusl from after Fajr. What can he then do? Perform wudu in an excellent manner. 
and then come to the Jumu'ah. Listen attentively to it and be silent. If you do this, what happens? Your sins are forgiven. Also, amongst the etiquette of the Jumu'ah, it is to wear our best of apparel. To wear our best of apparel. Allah says, in the kulli masjidin. That take your best of apparel to every masjid, meaning for every waqt. When you go to the masjid, wear your best of clothing. And in fact, the Prophet said regarding this, he said, there is nothing wrong in wearing two garments which are not your work clothes. Meaning, clothes that you wear not to work. For example, a person, he works in a factory. It's not becoming of him to come to the masjid in an overall. So, wear a thawb or wear your best of clothing. The next etiquette is, is that if it is possible to walk to the masjid, you should walk. Yazid ibn Abi Maryam said that I met Abaya ibn Rafi and I was walking to the Jumu'ah prayer. And he said, Abshir, he said, rejoice. For these steps you are taking, you are in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For indeed, I heard the Prophet Muhammad say, anyone whose feet becomes dusty in the cause of Allah, he will be forbidden from the hellfire. So etiquette of the stairs, well, if you are by the means, we're not saying that if you live 10 kilometers away from the masjid, but if you find yourself in the vicinity of the masjid, then it is from amongst the sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad to walk to the masjid. أَكُولُوا مَا تَسْمَعُونَ وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهِ لِي وَلَكُمْ مِنْ كُلِّ ذَنْبِ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوهُ إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ الحمد لله وحده والصلاة من لا نبي بعده وبعد إباد الله أسيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله عز وجل فقد فاز المتقون Another great etiquette of this day, it is to compete and to vie with one another to come early to the masjid. We find that when people frequent the masjid and they come early, they sit fi akhiri saf. They sit in the last saf. Why? Because they want to exit the masjid very swiftly. However, the etiquette of the masjid is that you fill the sufuf from the front and you sit as close as possible to the imam. And from amongst the boycotted sunnahs of this day is that when the Imam gives the khutbah, as Hafid ibn Hajar al-Asqalari mentions, he says that each and every single person attending must face the direction of the khatib. So compete with one another to come early. The Prophet Muhammad said, whomsoever performs ghusl on the day of Jumu'ah, the ghusl of Janabah, the same ghusl you perform for ghusl al-Janabah, ثُمَّ رَاحَ فَكَأَنَّمَا قَرَّبَ بَدَنَا and then he comes early as if he has sacrificed a camel. And if you ask yourself what is the price of slaughtering a camel, then it is ghali jiddan, it is very expensive. But you come early to the khutbah, you obtain this virtue. And whosoever comes in the second hour, it is as if he has slaughtered a cow. And who comes in the third hour, it's as if he has slaughtered a ram with horns. And he who comes in the fourth hour, is like the one who offers a hen, and he who comes in the fifth hour is like the one who offers an egg. And when the Imam ascends the pulpit, 
once the Imam ascends the pulpit, the noble malaika, they are charged with a task. And that task is that they take register. But once the Imam ascends the member, they close those registers, and as the hadith makes mention, يَسْتَمِعُونَ dhikra. They listen to the dhikr, meaning they listen to the khutbah attentively. So what do we benefit from this? That we need to come early to Jumu'ah. A very, very important etiquette of this day that many people are unaware of is, as Allah Azza says, إِذَا كُرِيَ الْقُرْآنُ فَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ وَأَنْسِتُوا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ Allah says, when the book of Allah Azza wa Jal is recited, فَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ Listen closely to it. وَأَنْسِتُوا And pay close attention. لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ And as some of us mentioned, they said that this verse was revealed in relation to the khutbah. Some of us said that this was revealed in relation to the khutbah. And this brings us to the etiquette that we want to discuss, inshallah. And that is, from amongst the important etiquette of Jumu'ah, is that it is an obligation upon the musalli to remain silent and to be attentive during the khutbah. The Prophet Muhammad said, مَنْ مَسَّ الْحَصَى فَقَدْ لَغَى As reported in Muslim. He said, whomsoever plays with pebbles, then this person has done an idle act. And in fact, some translations mention an evil deed. So let's put this into context. In the time of the Prophet Muhammad the masjid was a simple structure. And there was gravel in the masjid. So some companions were playing with pebbles. The Prophet said, Muhammad whomsoever plays with pebbles, he has committed an idle act. In other narrations, they make mention, whomsoever does an idle act, in this person, there is no Jumu'ah for him. Meaning, he is void of the blessings of this day. In fact, the Prophet Muhammad said, إِذَا كُلْتَ لِصَاحِبِكَ يَوْمَ الْجُمْعَةِ وَالْإِمَامِ يَخْتُبُ فَقَدْ لَغَوْتِ He said, that if you say to someone who is talking during the khutbah, ansit, remain silent, the Prophet said, this person has committed an idle act. Meaning, he has done an evil action. Generally, this action will be considered to be enjoying the good. You are telling this brother to observe the etiquette of Jumu'ah. But in this context, the Prophet Muhammad said, whosoever says to his companion, remain silent while the Imam is giving the khutbah, then this person has committed an evil act. وَهَذَا وَصَلُّوا رَحِمَكُمُ اللَّهِ عَلَى خَيْرِ الْبَرِيَّةِ وَأَزْكَ الْبَشَرِيَّةِ صاحب الحول والشفاء فقد أمركم الله بأمر بدأ فيه بنفسه وثن بملائكة القدس مسبحة وثلث بكم أيها المؤمنون قال الله سبحانه وتعالى إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم زد وبارك على محمد ابن عبد الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وارض اللهم عن خلفاء أربعة أبي بكر وعثمان وعلي وعلى سائر صحابة نبيك أجمعين وأن معهم بأفك وجودك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين واخذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر أعداك أعدادين يا قوي يا عزيز 
ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا كرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما إباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمركم بالأدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي الكربى وينهان الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون أقيموا الصلاة